Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A possible new member in the DC universe. Who is the Flash talking about in BVS? We squashed a couple of rumors and Zack Snyder being cryptic AF right now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Welcome to the Justice! We got flash and soups! Huh? Yeah, that's just like my shirt. Exactly. To bring it back to Guns N' Roses and Justice League. You're gonna die! That's Rose. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We all hope that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday, and we apologize that we didn't join you last week, but hell, we were all over the place. We're trying to get our turkey on, and it's good to have you here. And so let's get to the, to the whole crew right now. I'm Johnny LaQuasto. Find me on Twitter at JQuasto. Of course, we're at DC Movies SK. That man right there, the host of Man vs. Child on FYI, the host of FX Movie Download on FX, wearing the Guns N' Roses Justice League, Justice League style Appetite for Justice t-shirt, squeezing his nipples ever so gently. Find him on Twitter at Adam Gertler. He's Adam Gertler! I doff my cap to you, sir. Yeah, I you. doff my cap to you, milady. Did you ever have your nipple pierced? Um, this wouldn't be the first time. It's so good to be back. I was on the East Coast for the past two weeks. Nice. Um, I've been gone. I haven't been on the show since America changed. Oh. Gonna try not to be angry, but right. uh, it's a little hard. I found myself these days with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. It's, it's oh, understatement, Batman. Yeah, Whoa! it really is. Uh, Thank by you, the way, that's, that's Dr. Fate right there in the booth. That's that Zach Wilson. Oh, have we named? No, I think he should be Zach L. Okay. Zach L. Yeah, I agree. Dr. Fate was good. Zach, what are your thoughts? I approve. He does. He well, approves. People Wait. like Gideon, too. You want to be Zach L? Is that the one? Come on. You I know like if you... it. Zach L works. I think me. Zach L's It I'm would be really funny voice, if you pulled so. off the def- the helmet f- of fate, and then it was right. just like there was his doom mask there, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, the funny thing is about our metal. audience, we have a very international <laughs> audience, so they they have to be kind of just giggling at, at the state our country's in right now, which is very interesting. They also have to be giggling at Adam in the chat. I can't believe you missed all of this, Johnny. Here's um, well, here's too. the thing that I, I, I was not, I'm not, we're not going to, this is not a political no, show. No, not this at all. This is a political no. show. I was optimistic guy. I was like, listen, if anything bad happens, it's going to wake everybody up. People will be getting involved. People will rally. And then I talked to my friend in D.C. because I visited D.C. And my friend who's worked in the government for the past 16 years, oh. best friend I've known since first grade, and he was not optimistic. No. He made me feel bad. And with each passing day and each person he brings in to interview, I'm like, oh. Let's talk D.C. Anyways, moving on from Adam Gertler. She's the crown jewel of the D.C. Movie News Show, and she's the host of TV Fights on Screen Junkies. And you can catch her twice a week on The Tomorrow Show. You know where you love her. Find her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer. She's Roxy Stryer. Thank you. Thank you very much. How do you ruin your brain for all of that? He really like knows what we do. I like your tomorrow show outfits. It's all like uh, Trek themed. Yeah. Well, we had George Takei on this week, too. That's amazing. That guy's funny. And how was he? What was that like? Uh, He was unbelievable. Honestly, such a good human being. Yeah, I love him. Not that I was surprised by that, but he was like a great dude. And then on Flash and Friends for Screen Junkies, I had Kevin Smith talk about the episode he had directed. Wait, you had Kevin Smith on the show? Yeah. In the studio. In studio. God damn. So, so that good. was really freaking sweet, too, and he was the best. Um, Jay Muse t- didn't join us for that segment because I, I he wanted to go outside and have coffee or something. That's weird. Uh, I mean, Jay Muse so with the show uh, that you, you know, normally do with Jay Muse. Jay was like, I'm going to see you guys later. He didn't want to be there. Kevin came in. I mean, they had just taped together, and he's like, I was just hanging out with him. <laughs> I, I, had a, I have a decent Jay Muse story. From that a couple years ago, I love him. Um, he's great. Before I started hosting Access Live, they initially on Access TV, they, they initially brought me in to be like a, a panelist, and they had Jay like kind of guest hosting. Uh, not a host, definitely. No. Host. Uh, no, he's a great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Not a host. But did Takei talk about the Allegiant Fathom event that's going on? Because yeah, I saw that uh, advertised in the theater. He did one night only, December thirteenth, seven thirty p.m. Theaters near you, Allegiance. Uh, that's his. His play, it was really interesting to hear him talk about, but definitely check that out. But it's a Fathom event. Allegiance, yeah. right. Allegiance. Allegiant is the movie. Yeah. With the, the young adult thing. 
Mm, right? Ally? ally. No, there was Allegiant. I think it is. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Dr. Fate is Allegiant, um, which was great. But Kevin gave me the inside scoop on a lot of stuff. Supergirl and Flash. We can talk more about that um, during TV time. Yeah. Uh, a hell of an episode this week. Yeah. hell of a couple. This crossover has been amazing. But we're not at TV time yet. No, we're not. Definitely not at TV time yet. It's so. time for movie nope. time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's That's time right. for movie time. So it's been a couple of weeks. We weren't here last nope. week. The week before, I was actually Shit. absent, unfortunately. So a lot of the Harley, Joker, deleted scenes, it's a little bit confusing. So the extended cut is out, but there's also clips of apparently maybe extended cut scenes that were not part of the extended cut or something. It's very confusing to me. I just enjoyed watching them on YouTube. I've been traveling, like Adam, way too much to actually catch up in the extended cut. So. How come I haven't been traveling? I've been traveling. You'll have your time. Yeah. But why, why have you been traveling like Adam? Why not? You've been traveling like Adam and Roxy. Oh, I didn't know you were traveling. Oh, you have been traveling. Yeah, I've been traveling. Oh, okay. I, well, I thought you were here. Well, well you're I'm hanging gone. out with Kevin Where Smith, you? and you're hanging out with George I was in Boston. Really? Yeah. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. How was that for you? It was good, thank you. Nice. <laughs> I just want to be acknowledged. No, no, yeah. you were just talking about all the famous people you're hanging out with. I thought you were in, in town. No. Just this week, I was in town. Fair enough. Anyway. So, yes, uh, I, I guess you guys already talked about it a few weeks ago about the extended scenes. So, I don't know if chat But rolls. I think it's just that they keep releasing more extended scenes. I think that's a little bit of the confusion. So, there are some scenes that they're releasing that aren't in the extended cut so that are just extra scenes. They've been cut from the cut extended scenes. cut. Cut, cut. Yes, exactly. Cut so from the same cloth. Well, I mean, the one scene that I saw on YouTube, it was obviously the, I'm just going to hurt you real bad. That's right. Jack Nicholson. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's okay. But that's obviously part of the extended cut. Uh, so. Yeah, but well, that was in the regular. Okay, then I must have been looking at different. That was in the trailer. There's so many the, different yeah. links. No, but it was the, the thing before that where she's laying on the table, they strap her in. She's like, why don't you just kill me? He's like, I'm not going to kill you. So I don't know what was in there and what was So people, people were giving us crap. Um, a couple weeks ago because we were talking about these extended scenes for not having watched the extended cut. Okay. Um, Adam, I know you have feelings about Suicide Squad. Well, I just, I, I'm going to watch it because I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the Blu-ray, all right, because I, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm a completist like that. So I Mikey just didn't want to. too. Yeah, I just didn't want to watch it early digitally and then see all this scattershot scenes everywhere. I'm like, just give me the volume. Give me the tome. Sure. I don't understand the, the logic of releasing them a month apart. I think it's just to get the double dipping. The movie made a lot of money, but the more I watch it, I think it's a shitty, shitty, shitty film. Wow. Um, I don't like it at all. And I think that. David Ayer is not to blame. I think when the more I watch this film, the more I see these cut scenes, if there was a real leader at the helm when this was... And guys, I'm not being negative about the future. I'm just saying, like, where they started, there was clearly not a strong direction for how these films should be tonally and how they intertwine into this universe. They were saying, alternately, these are filmmakers' films versus, you know, this is going to be the interconnected universe. They don't have that captain of the ship... And so the movies, it's, it's, a, it's a joke to me. It really is. I mean, because it, 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 it professes to be a character film. They don't spend time with enough characters. There's some pretty things to look at, but there's no real threat. Well, it's like right off the top. You give away that Slipknot's about to die because we don't even get the intro to Slipknot. Yeah, so it, yeah, I mean things like that. So I, but then you see these scenes and part, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of Leto's Joker. I don't even. That's bad. Like I, I mean, if you make a yeah. bold choice and, and commit to it, yeah, Harley's incredible. But I don't see why she's picked to be on this elite squad. If she's no military, she has who's a crazy person with a bat. I'm just saying, within the world of the film, a lot of it, it makes no sense. <laughs> And, and that's cool. And obviously, yeah. it made a ton of money. You see yeah. your I mean, I'm it not, doesn't hold up for me. I don't consider myself a critic. For me, my I, I'm really simple as far as movies go. If I can yeah. show up to the theater and sit down, not have a drink, not have popcorn, not have any snacks, and be invested for the entire movie, then that means I enjoy the movie. Why aren't you having drinks and popcorn? Uh, yeah. I saw it at like 6 o'clock at night the day it came out. And Seems I like just, a uh, perfect time for a drink and popcorn. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I saw it at 6 o'clock at night, so I couldn't have any. It was one of those days where I didn't feel like spending any money, I guess. I don't know. And so I just Adam sat and down I didn't and... have any drinks before either. Really? Do we not? We did. Well, we did. Oh, totally. Yeah. It, was, it was a joke. That was okay. my sarcastic but, tone. It's very similar to my regular tone. Okay. No, no, I Good thought job. you were. I was just picking it up. But yeah, so, but I mean, so I was invested. I enjoyed it. But at the same time, though, I don't consider myself a critic. I'm not the person that watches every single little nuance. And I see what you're saying, though. I do understand. Yeah, all I'm saying is, like, the things that make these movies matter and count is is character and us caring about the characters. That's all it's got to be. We know the DC films look great, you know. Now we just got to hope that there is a long-term plan. Um, and I know we're going to talk about other things. Like, we mentioned talking about, like, the Affleck thing. Yeah, 
can we talk about that? Because I don't even know if it's in our rundown. Well, no, it was just that... I saw your tweets this week about... It, it, it was just to me... Okay, this is an example of there not being a, a good leader. It's like you have several people involved in this new Ben Affleck film, including Jeff Bukes, the CEO of Warner Brothers Studios, Joe Manganiello, who we all know is going to be Deathstroke, and we're all psyched about it, mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck... All kind of saying conflicting things. And all I'm saying is, like, when you look at... And I won't just say Marvel, because I know that'll piss everybody off, but I will say another Disney thing. Star Wars. Like, the way they just control their ship, it's lockdown. Yeah. It is absolute lockdown. Like, the stuff that gets out brilliantly gets out, and it's controlled. The information is controlled. So you have, like, Buke saying, like, all right, yeah, that film's coming down the line. It's like, don't half announce a film. Don't allude to a film. Don't say you're making the film. And then you have Affleck, who's publicly saying, I'm not signed to any more films after Justice League, guys. To me, and I don't know if you can't see this, to me, that sounds like there's a very public sort of negotiating going on, right? Affleck's basically saying, like, yeah, you can announce what any film you want, but I'm not making the film till it's ready. And by the way, in this whole thing I'm totally on Affleck's side Mm -hmm. I want him to make the film he wants to make I just wish I would have more faith in the future of the universe if the information seemed to be coming from um, an allied united front united front man that's all I'm saying so do you think that Ben Affleck right now is using the public to leverage the fact that he isn't signed to anything and he's like listen I'll be honest I don't yes yes but I don't think it's about money but I do foresee it's a possibility. Creative. I foresee a possibility where Batman gets recast. What? Yeah, Again? absolutely. Yeah, totally. Wow. I don't think it's, it's as far universe? off as yeah. I don't so think it's as far universe, off as you think. New because, Batman. Yeah, because if it eventually comes to a head, it's either Warner Brothers going to be like, "All right, well, we were wrong. That movie's coming in 2019 or whatever." When Affleck's ready, if that's the game they want to play, or if they say, "Listen, we love Ben, but we also know that we need this Batman movie in this slot because Batman's incredibly popular." But he's signed on to be a producer now, so I feel like that he's taking from he, what he's, he's publicly said into. is he's signed on for Batman v Superman and Justice League, and they are in talks about this Batman film, but there is no script. So Isn't he until- producing Justice League, though? Isn't he one yeah, of the producers? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, he's a producer, but I don't think, you know, and he might even go on to produce, you know, after. I, but I don't think, they're, they're not one and the same. Like, it's not like, oh, you have an overall producer deal that somehow also is your deal for acting no, and directing the No, but I, I more Batman mean film. the more you get invested into a universe, the more you're going to want to be a part of it. He's not just acting and he's producing and he's Absolutely, and that's what I want. I want, I want that whether it's Jeff Johns and that other dude, like, that united front. That united front that hasn't been there from the beginning, that needs to be there from the beyond. This is really interesting because if they were to recast him, Adam, what do you think they would do? Would they just make an announcement and be like... P.S. I'll be honest. I mean, Affleck did such a great job. It's going to be really hard. I don't think they're going to. I'm not saying I think that's going to happen, but I foresee a possibility where I didn't before because it's just very weird to me that like these things, these are on the record things. These are not rumors. And then people were giving me crap on Twitter saying like, oh, you shouldn't come in on rumors. He's also talked about the Batman, though. Yes. But he's also said... That I don't know why people are saying it's going to be filming. We're, we're recently yeah. talking about uh, Live by Night, even like recently is like, yeah, that's working, but still don't have a script yet. I mean, and it's still not announced day, yet. At the end of the day, don't we feel like Warner Brothers will be like, all right, Pony ben, up. you win. Pony up. Like, here, here I, you go. Yeah. I just want, I just want a united front. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like and I that. think that they should defer to, to Affleck, who's been on a on a mad uh, success streak, and just. Someone's got to control the info. Like you have the execs trying so to appease the investors. So you think should be the one who's letting you know all the information like, out, or Jeff Johns, if, or somebody. If I could make a holiday, yeah, if I could make a holiday reference right now, it's almost like this. <laughs> the fact that we're having this conversation, and look, we keep it positive here, but we also have to keep it real. It's almost like you know the keep Marvel, it real. keeping it real. The Marvel movie universe has been going strong was. for so long. Every movie, for the most part does yeah. pretty well. It's almost like if we could use a Mikey Christmas reference, Marvel is like has their house fully decorated for Christmas. Yeah. All the lights <laughs> in perfect assortment. It spells Merry Christmas. Mikey Christmas is, is on a ladder yeah. up there hanging with like lights right. in hand. Nothing has gone out. Clark and then, Griswold style. <laughs> right. And then DC has the house across the street that like the lights are kind of all just tangled and it like kind of spells like yeah. something. It's like they almost got it, but they're just not quite like I so they have all the materials to all get the, materials, the lights in the right places, but, they, but the right. lights are not in the right and places. we don't know if they're going to make the right decisions on where to put the damn lights. Right. <laughs> so it's like it's the opposite problem because, yeah, Marvel's at the place where they're so in control, they're so streamlined from one person that they can get take chances on directors. Yeah, and if they have a shitty movie, like, uh, whatchamacall that just came out recently, um, I can't even think of it. Doctor Strange? Uh, fant- no, that was great. Uh, Fantastic Four. 
The one that just right, but that's, that's not Marvel, Marvel Studios. Yeah. Oh well, and, and that that Fantastic Four just proves the point. Yeah. of how Marvel Studios is doing the right thing because Marvel Fox is giving Fox the power. has got the spottiest record. But, like Fox makes an amazing movie and then a shitty movie, and it's like who's running the ship there too? But that so, could be the problem with Warner Brothers. As Warner Brothers, they they you know, look at Zack Snyder and BVS. You know, if, if he would have been given that extra half hour for the theatrical release. I think a lot more people would have enjoyed the movie. No, because it didn't help the Martha issue. It didn't help that issue, but it was a much better film. But still, the Warner uh, you know, Brothers dips their hand in, and they think they, they're making the right decisions. And thus far, they haven't exactly get made your the right hand decisions. out my cookie jar. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all. That's all I'm saying is I'm, I'm a little nervous about the Batman film. I want to see United Front, and that's all we need to say about that. Well, speaking of being United, it's been a couple Front, of weeks. We guys, sorry. may actually. <laughs> hey, look, we're it's passionate conversation. Uh, we may have a new member of the DC universe, and that could be John Cleese. So he followed both Ben Affleck and Zack Snyder on Twitter, and the BVS UK. Twitter and photographer Clay Enos are both following him. So, uh, fun little rumor there. Uh, I mean, this is the kind of thing where it's like I've heard people speculating like you could go, John Cleese could be some cybernetic robot character, he could be uh, a Booster Gold sidekick. I mean, he could be anything, but the one thing he couldn't be is uh, a negative to add to a film, right? Like, yeah. he's Jean Cleese. Uh, absolutely, Jean-Cleese. but I think it is just so funny that in 2016, the way that we could possibly find out that somebody has been cast in a role is, is to know who they're following on Twitter and who's following them back. Oh my god. It's just a, such a weird thing. Like, yeah, that's why I'm really careful about who I follow on Twitter. Like, if I want to see what's going on in, like, a porn star as a Account. Like I will not follow that because yeah. if somebody looks to see who I'm following, they'll like, be like, "You're I'm some, in the porn." I'm, so, I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh. They think I'm, I'm actively in porn, right? So I, I just think this is my bizarre. parents are like, going to be googling Adam Gertler naked scenes right now. Isn't there some well, way that he was just like? Isn't there a way that he was just like at a party with them or something? It's very possible, but like at the normal same time, people who follow each other, like they all got lunch. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. Look, any rumor we got to talk about? Uh, Kevin Sujihara spoke at the Credit Suisse Technology Media and Telecom Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona. This past week, and he basically said that uh, Credit gonna, Suisse. I is it Credit Suisse? Yeah. Okay. Let's Credit Suisse. Suisse. Isn't uh, Suisse, Suisse a sauce? Suisse? I thought that was a green and white sauce and Mexican enchiladas. It might be Suisse. I know we have some. Uh, we have some Mexican followers there. Is that Suisse? Suisse style? Could be. You would know better than no. I. Uh, that he did say there's going to be some doubling down on the major franchises, including you know DC, Harry Potter, and Lego. And they're thinking about possibly working on a streaming service, and they've been talking about that over the past twelve months. So the question is, are streaming services getting a little bit out of control? There's actually talk about this in chat roll today. There are so many, besides Netflix, there are so many different streaming services now to where everyone's like, oh, it's cheaper than cable. But if everyone starts charging, how much money will you be spending? So you got your Amazon, you got your Hulu, you got your Netflix. You got your, and then then there are Screen Junkies Plus. You got your Screen <laughs> Junkies Plus. Your Comic Con HQ. Your yeah. uh, CISO TV is NBC's CISO. comedy affiliate. They're three ninety nine a month, which is a great deal. But at the same time, it's like how many things I've done HBO, the month YouTube Red, HBO Go. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing: looking at it from a perspective of a host, uh, as somebody who's like more on the talent end of things, it is it makes sense that you need to make money for what yes. you're doing, and now you can just. You can get all this content for free. Trust me, doing stuff but for free same, sucks after a while. At, at it the really same does. time, the problem with the streaming service is you have to be worth people's money. It's not like people are like, that's not worth $5. It's that people just don't want to pay for things because yeah, they right. can get them for it's free. It's so right. weird to me that's that like, I foresee like, the Titanic crashing into the iceberg with the CBS thing that they're trying to do. Like, I'm like a uh, Star Trek fan. I'd love to see a new Star Trek series. Yeah. I like the new movies. Yeah. But like... I ain't gonna subscribe to no CBS streaming yeah, no. service just so I can watch that Star Trek. A lot of no. I'm insulted even... that like that they're they're suggesting that. Like no. even if it's for free, a lot of times people won't subscribe just because they don't want to type in their information. <laughs> yes. So like the that's the, that's you lazy millennials. It's I think. a big decision to make. Uh, maybe I mean, but us lazy millennials make up a lot of the world. You are <laughs> the future. <laughs> it's, I'm old. It's a very slippery slope because I mean you know with cable people say oh, I pay sixty to seventy bucks a month in cable. Well if you get rid of cable and start paying for streaming services. It could end up being that much to where it's not that big of a difference, but it, it's weird. For the consumer, I totally understand their point, but from the entertainment side of it, we all want to try to be successful too. So it's yeah. a really, really slippery slope. It's really t- it's so, tough. It's tough. And what is this? We don't okay. even know what the streaming service well, well, here's one interesting thing. Like, one way you could, here's what's cool about it is like, I guess they would have to let 
contracts with Netflix and other things expire, right? Then you have all the CW shows. You have Which just re-upped their contracts with Netflix. For, with Netflix, yeah. So that's interesting. Now you don't know what the exclusivity is on that, no. but but, but you we know have, that they couldn't go be on Hulu anymore. So there must be some sort of exclusivity, right? So that would be weird if they couldn't do that. But then you would have all the movies, right? All the Superman movies, all the Batman movies. And then movies. what do they like, do? They get the movies. If a movie comes out, do they get it earlier there? Well, they also on HBO. They also on HBO and everything goes to HBO. Right. So that loop is kind of closed. Mm. I mean... Is it new content? I, well, that's in the other thing. Okay, so just like every channel that launches, what do they do? They get old syndicated material and then they start to pepper in new content. That's how all channels that, launch. Or they would have to move the CW shows over to the streaming service. What was interesting about this, though, is that Warner Brothers started trending when this was announced. So I started right. looking on Twitter. I was like, I don't understand why this is making Warner Brothers trend. Are people like even interested in this streaming service that's being considered and not yet launched? And people were saying incredibly positive things about this on the internet, which we I was kind of surprised about. On this show, it's been brought up like many times like early on. But then when you think about when you think about all the movies and all the cartoons, even if they start with... I don't think you need to take the CW shows off because they also own half of the CW. Yeah. yeah. You know, but they're also what what happens is then they get to sell it to themselves on the streaming channel. They just get to double dip and double dip. So they produce the show. The advertising basically breaks even for producing the show on air, right? So the advertising maybe just takes care of the production budget for those CW shows. But then how they make money is then they syndicate those internationally to other places. But here, you'd be then selling it also to your own streaming service. So it's really smart. And Smallville. And there's a lot of content out there since the Inception. And classic episodes, classic cartoons. What about the old Batman serials and the Superman serials and Adventures of Superman? Holy crap. Every Swamp Thing that's ever been. And also you gotta create... Swamp Thing Returns on streaming! Oh my god! (laughs) See? It it could be... I would be totally... That's the selling point. Open with that. I I just convinced myself this was a good idea. I'd be totally on board. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, you would also need to create some kind of original content like what WWE Network does is amazing. Not only do they have an incredible... That's $9.99 a month, Sure is, yeah. And there's talks about maybe making different tiered levels, but they have amazing, amazing library of content going back years. But what they also do, they've created a whole bunch of original shows that you can only get on the network, whether it's a talk show or a show that goes live after Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or a show that's called Ride Along or a show about tattoos. They have all these different things right. involving their talent. WWE and that's exactly what DC should do. Tattoos? Uh, yeah, one of their uh, commentators is a heavily tattooed Okay, so guy. and here's the interesting thing. But they don't put the top matches on WWE Network. Oh, they do. They put all their pay-per-views too. So but the, but the pay-per-view, you have to pay-per-view first. The, no, the monthly pay-per-views that used to be 30 to $50 a month are right. now on the network. So if you subscribe for 10 bucks a month, you can watch all the pay-per-views. Really? Yeah, it's an That deal. is crazy. It's an incredible deal. That's, that's smart. Yeah. That alone, because you'd be like, oh, well, if I'm going to get two of these events. Like, what Might was the well. big one that just happened where Goldberg came Survivor back? Survivor Series. And, see, like, Usually, I know that, that would be 40 that's to so 50 big bucks. that I know that. Yeah. And so what DC would have to do is find something... Where people say, I got to see that. It's well worth the 10 bucks a month. They would just have to figure So that out. Goldberg event where he went up against your guy, Brock Lesnar, who you think should be in the DCEU. Absolutely. I agree. He could be our Bautista. Mm-hmm. He'd be like our bad guy Bautista. Well, whereas frankly, Bautista's all cuddly. I mean, like Goldberg. Oh, we only, have The Rock, too. There's that guy, and, potentially. And Goldberg's only sure. a year older than Bautista. He could easily be in... DCEU too. Goldberg wasn't he in a, 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 a longest yard the soldier Universal Soldier? My, maybe I don't know. The second one that actually had Lundgren and Van Dam back me up. It anyone? It wouldn't shock. No, no. Goldberg. Know. But uh, yeah, you just have to do something to where you, you make fans are like, I have to see that, you know. And so that's what I, I think would be very interesting. Uh, Tim Kogan says WWE Network is amazing, except for all that wrestling. <laughs> so very that's great. I mean, if he's a he's he's a fan without the wrestling. That's great. That's the thing. There's a lot of good stuff. You don't have to necessarily watch all the wrestling. There's a lot of other, uh, a lot of other options as well. So, so are we all for this idea, guys? Or absolutely. what do we think? Yeah, why not? Uh, it depends on what they're doing. Okay. Um, um, again, with the- if, what if they're doing exactly what I described? All Every show that has ever been in the DC Universe and movie since the beginning of time, well, after they have their initial runs and their Blu-ray releases, they go to the streaming service. Plus, I will give you uh, all the seed content. I will say I will even launch a, a new cartoon. Price? Uh, it's going to be here eight ninety nine a month, eight ninety nine. Yeah. And are they taking it off Netflix? 
Uh, eventually, after a couple years, they will expire on Netflix. So yes, and, and I think I would do that. But if it was offered still on Netflix, then I would just keep with Netflix. It has everything else. I think because Netflix now possibly is going to be purchased by Disney. Like Netflix is going to go very much to the Disney side, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's going to make it the perfect landing place for every Marvel Star Wars piece of content. And and WB, you know, I, I, I would I would get that before the CBS one. I mean, what what I love about the streaming definitely definitely this is from a just a my perspective what i love about streaming services is it provides more opportunities for people like us who bust our ass to book jobs and want to be behind you know in front of the camera yeah. so i think streaming services offer a lot of original content for that so that's why i'd be totally there's never that. been more jobs for everybody yeah. and i gotta say i think amazon has done a great so job at carving true. itself out from netflix mm-hmm. what do you mean so not true i went home to boston and all the tolls were gone and now there's satellites in the skies when you're on the highway and they 400 jobs were lost Whoa. To, due to satellites. Oh, oh, I meant in TV and film yeah. and stuff. Oh, I wasn't no. talking look, about tolls. Hey. Was that not clear? Yeah. Did you think I was maybe talking about, about tolls? Toll Don't worry. Hey, look, I'm blue collar all the way. I totally I get that. Fair enough. People. I know that I was speaking in a tone that would suggest oh. that I was perhaps speaking about tolls. I got and stuff. that tone from your voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Time okay. to move on. A uh, couple things here. Got to talk about the Flash. There's a great article here about the six possible directors for the Flash film as far as who they thought were the best options here. We got to, and who is this from? This is from Comic Book. No, it's not from CheatSheet.com. Here we go. Uh, F. Gary Gray from Straight Outta Compton and Fast 8. Edgar Wright, who helped... F. Gary Gray, who is doing uh, Fast and Furious films, yes, right? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. Um, Edgar Wright, who helped develop Ant-Man. Uh, Drew Goddard, Lexi Alexander, who has directed Arrow, Supergirl, uh, was involved in Punisher. And then, of course, your boy, Kevin Smith, and then Tim Miller. So okay. I asked Kevin Smith um, if he would direct The Flash. Point blank. Yep. And he said that he would tell them that they made the wrong choice, that he didn't think he was right for the job. He would point them in Tim Miller's direction. Yeah. Uh, and then if they... Insist- oh, so Kevin Smith actually liked my franchise. <laughs> yep. He said like he, said he like thinks he, that he's a better option. Wow. Um, and if they insisted on him being the best option, of course he would do it, but he didn't think he was right for the job. And he, at the end of saying that, said... And I realized just now that I might have just lost that job. <laughs> so it seems like he, like maybe Here's the people thing. have been talking about him being up for it. He also started talking about working with Ezra Miller. And another reason why he thinks he might have lost the job is that he is so pro Grant Gustin. Right. And he said he thinks Ezra Miller is good, but he's like, my Barry Allen is Grant Gustin, period. I'll it's be not honest, Ezra Miller. For so. what I've seen of Ezra Miller, I really like him so far. I mean, Grant Gustin's fine. But Me too. He was, yeah. um, what did I, I just see him in this past? Oh, Fantastic Beasts. He was very good. Well, I, good. I, while I like Grant Gustin on The Flash, I have no such loyalty to I think that he's the only guy that can play the role. You totally. also haven't no, directed I, him recently, so he probably felt like a, a need to of say Of course, that. yeah, yeah, he directed yeah, yeah. him and he's got multiple episodes yeah. and Kevin Smith is getting lots of jobs with CW and I think that's great for him because his solo films are not making money, they're not making the impact they used to. But this is my point. Like in the th- in the situation that Marvel had set up, you could possibly get Kevin Smith to direct a Flash movie because none of the crazy stuff that he's never directed before, like all the effects, he wouldn't have to worry about those because yeah. they have the team in place. They don't need to worry about whether you've done any effects or you've done any blockbuster films. As long as you can direct a scene with two people talking and give the film heart, that's what they look for in the in their directors for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not you know, I mean, sure, Scott Derrickson has had a lot lot more experience with horror and things like that, but that's. That's the crux of what they look for. Foggy has said so much. Yeah. Kevin Smith is good at that. He's really good at getting heart out of people. He says he's a big like hype guy. You know, he shows up and he gets everybody excited to be there, but his thing isn't dealing with effects. And he, do, yeah, he doesn't. His... He's admittedly he doesn't yeah. know how to move the camera. Exactly. He's not like that. That's he's not like, his I'm not thing. Into the fancy dolly shots, they know way better than I do. Yeah. But I will tell you, Tim Miller is a great idea of it. It's just because of Deadpool and and the cutscenes we've seen using Deathstroke. That's a no brainer. Um, Edgar Wright. Uh, again, if there is like strong, but you know Edgar Wright seems like he would make a great film, but it seems unlikely given like what he just went through with Ant Man. Like I don't know why he would want to enter into that thing yeah, again. I think you're right. Uh, F. Gary Gray is um, that's straight out of Compton. Straight out of yes. Compton, and, and then this Fast Furious movie. I yeah. Eh, it doesn't get me. 
excited. I mean, those, those, really movies, those movies are a little bit so different than The Flash would be. So that's... Uh, I, I think Lexi Alexander could be a great option. She's already directed Arrow and Supergirl. Yeah, but hasn't directed a great movie. Well, to sure. my Some people will say Punisher Warzone. I'd say, yeah, you know, you're remembering with uh, rose-colored glasses. Yeah, true. Not a, not a powerhouse well, Do you think that they would ever give Michelle McLaren another shot after not having her do Wonder Woman and pulling her off the project for creative I, I, differences? Who knows if she, her pride would let her yeah, do Yeah, no, anyway. I think it would really depend on what really happened uh, really happened there. Yeah, it's true, which we don't know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Flash, uh, interesting article this week. So um, BVS debuted to strong numbers on HBO, and there's renewed interest. I don't want to say renewed interest. There's still is interest about who was Flash talking about in Batman versus yes. Superman. Um, and, you know, I think we all kind of feel very similar in this, but uh, when he's, you know, that during the, the, the dream nightmare sequence, right. he's too soon. You've always been right about him, fear right. him. And of course, everyone's automatically thinking, oh, it's Superman. He's too Lois is the key. Soon. But that's the obvious. We Lois gotta... is the key. That line bothers me. Lois is the key. A lot of people are saying, it, you know, Not bothers dark, me, it's, but... it's okay. dark side. Here's my negative side about this is like, whatever about they were planning. Dark side? No, just that whatever they were planning might not be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how strict they're adhering to whatever story beat that was alluding to, unless that pays off in Justice League, which is the next film. Well, let's step it back from even there. Do you even think they had the answers when they put that in? I sure hope so. (laughs) That's That's my question. It's like, did they have the answers? Because if it was Superman, that wouldn't make any sense. Because then then you're just going to kill him, and he's going to come back, and what, is he going to go bad? Mm. I think uh, sometimes is he turn I think heel? to myself when you... you (laughs) Is Superman turning heel? Don't you think sometimes when you hear something like this, you think to yourself... All right, somebody will figure it out at some point what it means. For now, they just put it in because they're like, that sounds cool. <laughs> well, it's clearly supposed to allude to something in Justice League. Some people were saying, you know, is it dark side? Uh, what do you guys think, Trat Roll? What do you th- who do you think he was talking to? I still like that scene a lot. I don't. I, I like that scene even more than the actual nightmare part. Mm-hmm. I just like the Flash popping up there. Oh, am I too soon? Like, you have to find us. We know what that means. Um, I hope it. I hope it pays off in a way that is not like what we thought. Also, just to piggyback off that, I know we ha- we don't have a lot of time left, but also I heard some people talking about like, do you think is Clark definitely dead in the DCEU? Is there is there a way to bring Clark back without really reversing time and doing something stupid, or are they just moved on from Clark and we get no Clark in this DCEU? Or is Clark public identity like Steve Rogers? Oh boy! Sorry, did I mention Marvel again? Sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. Not Steve Look, Rogers. Um, it's gonna come up. I mean, think of somebody orders. else, quick. Somebody else uh, who's got a public identity in the DC universe. Um, Bruce Wayne, sure. Yeah, Lex Luthor knows who he is. That's a That's... really good question. I mean, will that come up in Justice League? I, I would imagine it would have to. Maybe. Well, not. Why wouldn't they be able to get back to having Clark? Because it would be so stupid that they both come back from the dead. Yeah. At it... the same time, after both dying at the same time. But I maybe not at the same time. Clark. St- well, <laughs> it's tough. It's yeah. a tough one. It's yeah. a tough one. And, and look, in a world that is clearly adhering to more of a realistic thing. So what does he do? He takes on a different identity? No, like, well, I th- the best way I've heard it put no by identity? is just that, like, now that you got the Justice League, they're just public, and his full-time job is being Superman at this point. And I guess that's kind of the best scenario But you don't think anybody point. ever puts together the pieces that Clark was Superman? It doesn't matter at that point. I mean, but it doesn't he, matter. The fact that he died would matter. People would be like, oh, you left your job because well, you died no, no, there was, your funeral. Well, there was, a, there was a funeral for both of them. So they're both publicly dead. Superman's clearly going to publicly come back. So how do you explain Clark coming back? Like, Well, I, I separately. think that you have to say that they were the same person. That's what I mean. Yeah. So All right. So you think he comes back, but he's public identity. Yes, yes, like yes, Steve yes, Rogers yes, or yes, someone yes, else that exactly, has a public yes. identity. Mm-hmm. I'm universe. glad we solved it. Yeah. Hal Jordan? Is Hal Jordan public these days? Is a Green Lantern or is he... Uh, Private. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Speaking right. of Hal Jordan. Speaking, speaking of Hal Jordan. Oh, yeah. Now it's time to squash some rumors. So, okay. Uh, Fifty Shades of Green Lantern. I do love whoever came up with You're that. You're welcome. Thank you, Roxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a really silly rumor uh, that came out this week from, I don't even know what the Twitter account I is. I don't know. Well, it was being rumored all over the place. It might have started here. Let's step it back a second. First, there was the rumor that came yes. out that there will be a Green Lantern presence in the Justice League film. Which okay. is which is still, as you said earlier, a rumor. A so rumor. But, s- but we've talked about it on this show before. see that happening. I, I do, and do. I always did. They're done filming. I think so. I think they filmed it. Okay. I think it's a surprise. I think it's not something would, that happens toward the end of the show. I love me a surprise. I think it's supposed do to be think, something that happens toward the end of the film. If there is a Green Lantern, do you think it's how? Um, here's the thing. 
And I'm curious what people think. I think there's no way it's going to be Hal. I think it's going to be Jon Stewart. Especially, listen, not to like, you know, say like political correctness determines everything, but in this climate where people, not, not that they're, that diversity is being represented to um, to uh, a, 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 a say uh, allay some kind of politically correct agenda, but that people are demanding more diversity. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be crazy if you have the Justice League full of white dudes with one black guy and one woman. I think it's got to be John Stewart. Do you think, or that- maybe the current uh, uh, Latina uh, Green Lantern? If they have kept it under wraps this much, do you think that they would have had to cast an A-list celebrity for people to be happy when it is a surprise at the end of? the movie, Justice League, when Green Lantern uh, comes out, do you think, think it so. needs to be some A-list or do you think just the fact that it's Green Lantern if they reference like... Here's the thing. I think because maybe they they don't have a Green Lantern film, maybe they don't have a Green Lantern cast as the main Green Lantern or maybe it's just a core member. Oh, I don't know, but you're so right. Like, it would be great if they kept a big one under wraps yeah. and really got do. one by. This day and age? Oof. But it's just a cameo. You could almost do it on a green screen. It wouldn't be... And, and, and you know, is it going to be the core that shows up? We know the movie's going to focus on the core. The, the, the argument against it being Hal Jordan is that, like, you just did the whole Hal Jordan origin films, and you want to get away from that. Yeah. Doesn't seem like they do the same thing. Right. So then going to the Johnny part of the rumor, um, at Bravo underscore review tweeted out saying, Hashtag casting alert. Jamie Dornan in talks with at WB Pictures at Zack Snyder for hashtag DCCU as Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. Which then Umberto Gonzalez, you guys know El Maimbe. Yes. Friend of the show. Retweeted that and wrote, this account is making up fake news. Now stop asking me about it. I already said not true. And then Jeff Johns retweeted Umberto's retweet of that. Which Boom. is crazy. I mean, you get the Jeff Johns stamp of approval. That's that what I want. I yeah. want Jeff Bukes to say nothing about anything. I want him to collect his $50 million he probably makes a year yeah. and shut up. Let people like Jeff Johns, you know, make tweets like that. That's the kind of communication that we fans really want. So do we think that that 100% means that Fifty Shades of Never Happening? I hope, yeah. Yes! I I wouldn't take that as a... Because I'll tell you why. Because then, if it were true, you would never believe anything Jeff Johns tweeted. Our supposed new leader would be like the stupidest thing. And I think it would be... The most basic bitch casting to put pretty boy Jamie Dornan in like that role, it would be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, and let's be honest, I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, but I, I for all intents and purposes, it's an awful movie. I've seen it nine times, okay? Nine and listen, times. nine times, nine. and he's fine, but he's Point no GL. Nine, 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 nine. Sure. I mean, he's he's more than fine. Uh, so also, John think, guys, he's really fine. John Bernthal as well, um, possibly playing uh, Harvey Dent <clears throat> as well. Yes, That's the other uh, rumor, but it all, he, but he's already set to play the Punisher. So yeah. I, don't know, I, think I mean, that not could be only bullshit. is he set to play the Punisher, he's already been <clears throat> he's been the Punisher, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So like that could already be bullshit uh, as well. Are you allowed to do that? What be like? Don't you feel like Marvel would have a clause? It depends on the contract. I think yeah. it totally depends on the contract. I guess he was kind of big enough going into it that he would have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these new actors. If you're like, no, no, I'm not putting that on my contract because I want to be in a DC thing. Also, they would be like, suck our dick. We're casting somebody right. else. I mean, you're but, SOD. Yeah. yeah, I think under the laws of God and man, and I'm not a very religious person. You are allowed. But I think that there are also contracts and things. So I, I think that would typically disallow this kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bernthal seems pretty content to be going in all in as Frank Castle. And he's doing a great job over there. And, and I don't he's got see- his own series. So yeah. it's like, I, I don't see him leaving that role in time soon, having even time to do that. But we are going to get some Harvey Dent, though. Yes. That's definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. In the Lego movie. The Lego movie. Billy D. Williams, y'all. Hell yeah. Colt 45 works every time. So what is it? Twenty-seven years exact. later. Yep. So they introduced Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. So brilliant cool. casting. Yes. Still looking every bit his his uh, his Lando best. Handsome devil. And it never happens, right? It was mm-hmm. supposed to happen in the third Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it never happened. Uh, and now, what a great nod to that! Like so cool. If there's Dudley. I mean, I don't know any DC fan that's not like any frustrations that I have. At least I'm looking to the Lego Batman movie. It's going to be fun. Look at that poster. The Look how yeah. loaded it is. I just don't care that much about the Lego Batman movie, but it does. It, 
but it's you, getting my you're gonna enjoy yeah, it. yeah, definitely. I, but it's that, Roxy, I agree with you. It's not like I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be. I, but mm-hmm. I agree. I think I'm probably gonna. It's gonna show up like in February. Yeah, we're gonna go. It's gonna be super fun. It's gonna be, make fun of itself, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we got a few more things to hit. We got to hit TV time. You got to drive to Long Beach. I do. Like, I do. I'm so late, but it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just. Uh, this is too important. Guys. Can, we, cool. can we talk really quickly about Ezra Miller stuff before we go to TV time? Hit it. Oh, well, I was yeah. gonna say Zack Snyder, the whole cryptic thing. He went out oh. and just Jason Momoa, Amber Heard. I'm gonna be on the DC cover, but that's you know. Yeah. Um. The Snyder thing with that cryptic. Uh. In, was it a tweet or Instagram was with it, the with the thing? Did you see that? It was no. Instagram. We got the pictures. That got oh, it. Uh, it was grow up hair. It was strange, and people were talking about mother boxes being involved, and uh, nobody really knows what this what this was. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't grow know. Grow up hair. Yeah. Oh, grow up hair. Yeah. Like balls. Yeah. Maybe. Or, or um, it, it looks more like a uterus. It does look like a uterus. Uh, like it even has these like circles. If you look here, you don't see nipples. No, it's the uterus. He's right. It's like, those are, like that's where the eggs the, go, right? The ovaries and then yeah, know. ovum. Where's the? Which one is the? Um, it could have just been that he. I need an anatomy class deference. again. Uh, it, it could just be that he likes the jewelry. Aren't I supposed to have one of those? Is that labia majora? Are those nipples? Is that labia minora? I have nipples, Greg. Anyway. Uh, so the Ezra Miller thing, a lot of people were talking about this this week um, with him relating Speed Force to the Force Force. Okay. Um, like Star Wars Force. Sure. So he, people were asking him how he's going to portray Barry Allen. That's a unique question. Um, he says, so the Speed Force being like the Force from Star Wars in the sense that it's a dimensional reality that's manipulating others, almost like a gravitational wave that manipulates space-time. That's what's interesting for my Barry Allen and for me, what becomes interesting is the human being who is suddenly coming into contact and rapidly starting to merge with the Force and what that is for a human being. Being, 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 being. Mm, okay. Being, being. That all sounds great. And, I'm, a, listen. and a lot of people were tweeting, like, he's stealing from Star Wars! <laughs> Everybody. How, have you counted, like, how many Star Wars references are on, like, The Flash every week? Um, yeah. And, like, it, it seems like every superhero show, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. has done it. NDC does it. Like, everybody drops uh, um, Star Wars Cisco references. Cisco Ramon references. Yeah, all the time. All of the time. So that was just interesting that he is looking at this from a scientific angle as an actor, too. Yeah. It's going to be tricky, whoever takes on the directorship, because clearly they got to still keep uh, the directing the film. Oh, look, there's a, 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 a... Is that a... What is that? Oh, oh Jesus. The anatomy. Zach, what do you got up there? Well, we don't need to show it on screen. What? I don't... Well, I don't know where I don't know who our audience yeah, is. Yeah, there's no need. I mean, they should is, know. But it is definitely a uterus. They should know how the human body works. Well, they okay, might want to procreate. Why does our uterus in grow a pair have nipples and the uterus? I don't no, see that's, these that's meant nipples. To be, those are not nipples. Those are like eggy nipples. things. I I have at one time seen a nipple. I guarantee you, um, Zach I don't see, you don't see these nipples here. Though. Oh boy! I guarantee Zach Snyder loves the fact I, that we're. It, this. Is this like a is this like on Wonder Woman's like cuffs? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, it seems like it could be some like. It's a uterus and it's grow a pair. Would, it's very women would Wonder Woman even know what a pair thing. was? You're a man. Yeah, that is weird. I'm well, not trying know, to justify. I'm just trying to figure Speaking of having a uterus, it's okay. time for... Oh, you know who has a uterus here? I know one person for sure. It's time what a for weird transition. Yes, that's a perfect transition. That was a great was transition. Really you ruined it by mentioning it. I, I, you broke your own rules. I do have a uterus, though. Yeah. We knew that. That's why it was a TV time. Not much going on in TV time. Yeah, you know, it was a weak week for TV. Just <laughs> kidding! Guys, it's been the four-part crossover event this week. The moment we've all been waiting for, other than the musical. Uh, and it has not let me down. So on for people who are confused, because it was a little confusing, on Monday... Supergirl started the crossover, although it really wasn't a part of the crossover. It was the last few seconds. It was very, like, shoehorned in throughout the episode. There were kind of a few references. And then the part of the crossover... Spoilers, UK. The part of the crossover that was at the end of Supergirl actually airs in Flash. Mm -hmm. So if you missed Supergirl and you don't watch Supergirl... I don't actually know how necessary it was. And I think that they did that mostly because they're trying to get new fans for Supergirl and they're like, look how strong our show is. Yeah. Like, just watch it. So, anyway, then we went to Flash. Yep. Coolish going on there. We've, we've got all these 
Should I say spoilers or no? Yeah, no, we've I said mean, spoilers. UK, yeah. close your ears, but uh, you know everyone's pissed at Barry. Spoiler alert! People are yeah. being abducted and stuff, and, uh, and it's all Barry's fault. Yeah, I like the way that they introduce the team every time we go to a different show, and that like one person's like, "So you're this person, and you're this person." So in case you're not watching, but I do have to say, I, I watch all four of these shows every single week, and if I didn't watch. I think I'd be a little confused in this really? crossover. Because I feel like they keep bringing up everything that's going on in every show like, and re-referencing <laughs> they it. They do, but there's so many characters. So many characters. That I just think it's hard, like especially with all the legends and what yeah. goes on there. But it is interesting, and um, the Dominators, it's been a cool storyline. I-, I will say the Dominators look really cool. You and they look good? I do think they look How good. How do you think yeah. their pods and their ship look? I think they look like Ooh. if Mars Attacks was like a serious movie. Yes. Like, that's what they look like. They, they look intense. They look like they're horrible. Probably constipated and angry. Mm, yeah, they, they have the circles pissed. on their heads, they right? Look, they certainly look pissed. Yeah. Uh, and then Arrow, people were kind of bummed because they did a lot of nostalgia in the Arrow episode. Did you get to check that out last night? It was, yeah, it was weird. It was, I guess, they, almost like they built this whole crossover because, like, it was the hundredth episode of Arrow. It was it, very Arrow much of um, uh, what's the what's the Jimmy Stewart Christmas thing? Uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful life. life so yeah. it was kind of like your, it's a wonderful life Arrow episode. But do you think that they did that because they're trying to cater towards comic book users who wanted to see Oliver and Laurel together? Comic book users? Comic book readers. Are you... Am I... Billy, are you using comics? <laughs> Billy, do we need to talk about this? You all right? I'm are sorry, you using... I've been using comics. We found comics under your bed, Billy. I learned about watching I you. I use comics, I use them. Um, do you think that they were catering towards that audience because they were trying to go back to that? Because people would be confused... What the hell's happening with Oliver if they don't watch the show? I don't think so. I think it was like a, a nod to fans to get, kind of give them like uh, to see what that, you know, it, it's it was it's a wonderful life thing. You see, if he had the perfect life and he stuck with the girl that he was but with the whole time. But how confusing is it? This is what I'm saying. If I didn't watch Arrow, I'd be what? watching this thinking. Oh, you mean if you didn't watch Air- Flash? If I didn't watch Arrow. Okay. And I was watching Arrow because of the crossover. Like yeah. I watched the other shows regularly and I never watched Arrow. When I tuned into Arrow, I would be like. Who is that guy? Roy, Tommy. When we see everybody there, yeah. the mom, the dad, what happened to them? Why are they talking about this like they're gone? What is this world? Is this a different Earth? Well, Have they gone to Earth 39? Yeah. Like, what? I just think that I really liked the episode and I enjoyed the nostalgia. I think as somebody who does, wouldn't, didn't watch, that might be weird. Action Figure World just said, get Brandon Routh away from the Adam character and get him in that Superman costume, damn it. There have been some times, yeah, when they had him like in the suit and the hat, like Brandon Routh, I really gotta say, I've been feeling the same thing. Like, he just looks so much like Superman yeah. and I so wish he was Superman. I really, that's all I think the whole time. I think he, he's one of the most magnetic people on any of those shows, like from an acting point of view even, yeah. which is surprising. Um, I think you, you, you tapped on a good point. I think this crossover is a lot of fan service. It's a little, it's kind of just like fun. It doesn't like, it doesn't like land for me so much because it's like, it's just, oh, we got to give you this. We got to give you this. We, there's so much they got to get in. It is a lot of fan service. So it's a lot of that. And I completely just brushed over this because we weren't here two, uh, a couple weeks ago and then I haven't had you. Can we talk about Cyborg? Uh, Cyborg Superman? Cyborg Superman? Um, yeah, didn't, wasn't a fan. A, you might be a cyborg, but you certainly are no Superman. Not a fan of Cyborg Superman in any way. I will say, like, I even liked, like, the episodes, but, like, oof, not a fan of that. I thought that... Why, why would you call yourself Cyborg Superman, Superman but you still look know. like David Harewood, and that guy does too, but he's a Martian, and, and you're a cyborg, and, and it, what how, the hell's going on? How confusing <laughs> is that? Uh, even as a Supergirl fan, I was confused with what the heck is going on with this one person's character, uh, because not only are they two different people, but Hank Henshaw's one person, then you've got the person pretending to be Hank Henshaw that's actually Martian Manhunter, but now he's not only is he a green Martian, but he's a white Martian now, yeah. and then we've got what's going on with Cyborg Superman, and they all look the same, and it's confu- like, we all wanted it to be Dean Kane. I mean, could Dean Kane just not like lose the weight and get in shape to be Cyborg? I don't, and, and why would and like Cyborg Superman is like what the news would call you. You wouldn't call yourself Cyborg Superman, and, and you're a cyborg. You would think you'd come up with a better name, having access to all the literature from the beginning of time. I yeah yeah, it was a lot. I. I enjoyed And it. Supergirl's hearing, hello, did she just turn that shit she, off? And she's like, what were you guys talking about? I was what? like, don't you, are you And then in the next me? episode, they make a reference to how good her hearing is. I know, I know. Uh, it, Come on! There's a lot of inconsistencies. I know. Come on! But I, but I will say that I'm, I, okay. it sounds like I'm not, but I'm loving the crossover, to, I'm loving to it. To the certain person I, in chat role accusing Adam of hating everything DC, he's, he doesn't. If you've watched this show over the past two plus years, Adam is a DC champion, has been his entire life. What he is, is real, and he's not afraid to be critical. There's a difference between 
between hating and being yeah. critical. And that's the problem with Listen, a lot of people today. They, they, they whoever don't you are any, that thinks I'm a hater, you. it's a new America, and you better get with the program. <laughs> well, that's not the way I wanted to go oh, with it. Oh, the Lena Luther okay. stuff was cool, though. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to make sure that you pay double taxes. Oh, Lena Luther was cool. Lena Luther was cool. That was cool. That was a twist. That was good. That was good twisting. I didn't see it coming. And I and I like the uh, uh, the Alex Gay storyline. Oh my god! Very much. Malix. Hashtag Maggie and Alex. Malix. I love them. Very good. Very well them? done. I ship them so hard. But I also ship Kara and Monel. So you know, I'm really totally hoping, shipping that. Yeah, I'm shipping that hard. Um, and I like Monel. I like him too. Um, and I liked him on the But yeah, games. there's a lot of corny stuff that goes on in the CW, guys. That's what it is. It's I'm really for, excited to see know, how they wrap it up tonight on perfect. Legends. Um, yeah. Because that, that will be interesting. I've still been liking um, uh, uh, Arrow overall this season. I like I like Wild Dog a lot. I like... Um, uh, uh, Arsenal? Uh, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Oh, no, Artemis. Artemis. Artemis, yeah. Uh, they think there is an arsenal. Arsenic, too. I don't know. <laughs> arsenic and Artemis, arsenic and old wild dog. Um, yeah, you know he's good. He's got an attitude. Um, that's it. Yeah, right. let's see how Legends brings it home. Okay. I like right. Steel. Um, anything? Oh, there was another another piece of TV news too. Um, well, not necessarily news, but a picture of Mark Hamill. Um, because we saw in the trailer for next week, because there's going to be a Flash next week. I believe the crossover ends most of the shows, except for Flash. Which for didn't mid-season? Air. Yeah, for mid-season, because Flash didn't air because of the election. So right. now I think Flash has an extra one. So people were confused, because this Mark Hamill trickster doesn't really look like trickster. Like, I mean... He, yeah, that's going to be like, an uh, Earth uh, Earth seventeen or something like that, or yeah. three, or yeah, because you're going to get the flash. And in what that. exactly is he? And it's so great that he looks like a Joker. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, so that's good stuff. Been- Talking a lot about this image, so we'll we'll see what's going on. Yeah, it's going to be great, whatever he does. There, definitely, definitely. What um, if he's known as the jokester? Someone said, "Oh, oh that's Zach L." The the, the party pooper <laughs> is saying, uh, "What is Crudup going to be? Is Crudup going to be on the Flash? I thought he's in the Flash movie." No, Crudup is going to be in the Flash movie, right? He ain't yeah. going to be on the Flash show. Well, that's that well. He just said, "Is Crudup going to be Reverse Flash or Jay Garrick?" Right, but still in the movie. I think yeah, that yeah, meant yeah. in the movie. Right? You meant that in the movie? Um, oh, boy. I got to go to Long Beach, guys. Yeah, we got to okay. close out the show. We're good. We? I mean, I, I don't need to talk too much about TV time because there's enough TV time this and week. And we still got Legends watch. of Tomorrow uh, wraps it all up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all in on Gotham and Preacher still. I mean, uh, and Lucifer still, I, I do like Oh, Preacher. still loving Gotham this yeah. season, by the way. Yeah, um, me too. And, and liking the uh, gay stuff on that show, too. Yeah. They're killing it over there. Like that. It'll be interesting to see what goes really on. Really like that yeah, stuff. I really like that stuff. Yeah. I love both those actors. They can they can pull, get away with a lot of stuff. You know, I even like little Bruce and Selena. I'm sorry. They're growing on me. Gotham to me, me definitely my favorite and season by Ivy far. And even Ivy isn't bothering me too much. <laughs> no, she doesn't bother. She, she doesn't bother me. I didn't think she bothered you. She does you. not bother me. Mm. You don't bother me, Ivy. <laughs> I hope it's gonna be Barry's what about father. It? Call me the caretaker. I'll water your plants. Uh, I haven't played the new Telltale series. I know it's waiting for me at home. I'm so excited for that. Going to spend like an hour and a half, two hours with that. Awesome. I think the Joker is in this episode. Um, um, yeah. um, um, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good, guys. Right, well, uh, hey, we're at DC Movies SK on Twitter and Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. I'm at Jay Quasto. Uh, the Blood Drives this weekend, guys. Los Angeles, California. If you're anywhere near, we have the Blood Drive Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The biggest Friday, movie Saturday, we've ever Sunday. done. Tempe, yeah. Arizona. I'm coming to you in two weeks. Weeks. I'll be at the 10 p.m. prop with my buddy Craig Shoemaker, December 16, 17, 18. Does he make and, shoes? Uh, no, he does not, believe it or not. But uh, That'd be a good it's, a great, it's a great name. And Pennsylvania, I'm coming home. I got a comedy show in Allentown, December 26th, and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, December 29th. Adam Gertler, go. Hey, what's up? Find me on Twitter. Talk to me. Hate me. Love me. Do whatever you want. I'm at Adam Gertler. Check out 22 Jump Street, the sequel that surpassed expectations on FX Movie Download. I Friday love night. That movie. Friday Funny. night at 8 on FX. I'm going to do that. Friday you do. Eight. Check it out. Me and Sasha, Pro Raver, will be talking about that movie. Awesome. That movie Roxy Stryer. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can also find me tomorrow. That's mm. a special thing. Tomorrow, Screen Junkies, Flash and Friends. Uh, we're talking about the four-part crossover, the finished version of it. Obviously, Jay Muse will be there. I'll be there. You guys know her from all over After Buzz. Tiana Hobson will be joining us. Ooh. So it will be definitely fun. Um, and then TV Fights always Tuesdays. 
4 p.m. Sounds good. And, of course, Mike Kalinowski. Find him on a ladder somewhere in Texas right now putting up Christmas lights. And also find him on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Zach L. in the booth. Thanks to the Popular Dog Network. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. I promise you, the dawn is coming. <laughs>